Okay, getting into music, we're going to talk about somebody that I usually don't listen to, like, ever. <laughs> but for some reason this year, I just took a liking to his music a lot more and just felt like I missed out on certain albums. And the reason for that is just because this is the third iteration of the actual series and i like this album so much that i actually put it in my top five of the year like it, it's up there i would say it's number two because i still think the weekend's album is the best with after hours but what i'm talking about is kid cuddy's man on the moon three so kid cuddy came out with a brand new album this year of course his fans was excited he's not one of those that don't release music often well he's not one of those that just release music and go away for forever but this iteration or this latest installment of this series it has been a while which because i believe man on the moon came out in 2009 and then the sequel man on the moon 10 uh not moon man on the moon 2 came out in 2010 so that was only a year apart this album man on the moon 3 came out in 2020 so it's more than but not more than it's like exactly a decade it's exactly a decade after um, the man on the moon 2 and a little over a decade after the man on the moon the reason that i say like i feel like i missed out on the past his past projects was because this album was very different than what I'm used to hearing from artists like in that realm. The only thing I can compare him to would be a Travis Scott, but he's the one who created this sound. So when I figured that out, that's what made me feel like I missed out on his original albums, which in 2009 and 2010, I wasn't the most into music like that. Like, it was, I wasn't so I'm not too like bummed I missed out on it but it still made me feel like this iteration of the series was like a ongoing thing thing because I even go back to Man on the Moon and songs like Day and Night still is relevant to this, to this day so with Man on the Moon 3 the reason that Kid on Kid Cudi may, uh, labeled this Man on the Moon 3 because he he revealed that he was working on this throughout his throughout the past his 2019 like passion pain and like something else album and then the album before that he was working on this album man on the moon man on the moon three and he, he said he really understood that this was another man on the moon album when he made tequila shots which is why which is why is the first track off the album well after the intro of course but you know what i'm saying and then also when he was speaking with zane lowe in the apple music interview kikuddy was saying that travis was a key part in him even like being more confident with the album because travis scott said quote man your raps i love when you rap so i would think that Kid Cudi being the one who created that sound wouldn't hold as much weight and people like Travis who kind of took the sound and just used it for his own, you know, 
it's kind of one of those things like when you create something and you create the sound it'd be kind of hard to listen to somebody who's literally an offspring of you like literally only sounds like that because you did it first so but travis scott is doing it pretty well in my opinion so i think he i think you should listen to him but holding as much weight as to name it man on the moon three because travis scott gave you more confidence in it it's pretty interesting to hear so the track list for man on the moon three is about 18 really 17 songs because the first uh beautiful trip is an intro so it's not really a song so it's, it's about 17 songs on this album the only features on here is skepta which is a uk artist pop smoke and trippy well uh phobie bridgers and trippy trippy red And just get into so I'm gonna go by this track by track because this is honestly one of my favorite projects of the year. And I'm just why did it come out so late? The only reason I could think that this album would come out come out the, at the time it did is because he's trying to avoid when Drake drops. Like because if you think about it, if he drops it right now, it gives it a week or two to rack up sales, and then when it gets into January. All the hype is going to be about when's Drake going to drop. Because Drake has to drop on one of those January weekends. So every weekend until he announces the album. Because people are going to think it's a... He's not going to su- surprise drop his album. But fans think that artists do that for some reason. But Jan- when January comes around, it's going to be all about when is Drake's album dropping. So Kid Cudi dropping right now makes sense. But I wonder if this could have came out earlier this year or... Was this the time he actually wanted to put it out? Because with COVID, I feel like it pushed everything back. Like, I felt like Kendrick, Cole, and Drake were all going to drop this year. COVID came and pushed everything back. So, this is after the deadline of the 2020 Grammy. So, it's Man on the Moon 3, a Kid Cudi attempt at taking over the 2021 Grammys. Like, that's the way I think. Like, the, the way that artists drop, they don't just drop just to be like, oh, I feel like putting out music. They drop strategically to get certain awards and to be the drop in a time span that gives them the best opportunity to get awards in the future. And with Kid Cudi dropping right now, it's kind of setting the tone and for 2021, basically saying that I'm here trying to, I'm trying to get Grammys for this album, which I believe he, he should, like following up this album would be pretty hard and the only reason i bring up drake and artists like that is because kid cuddy when you create a sound and when you create other artists who use your song uh, sound you're in that era i would not era you're in that realm of artists like drake rapping and singing he wasn't the first one kanye did it a lot which is why kanye's in that realm too so i would say kid cuddy kanye and then Probably Future and Migos. As far as the sound of music, the influence of the sound of music, I would say Kid Cudi, Kanye, Future, and Migos. Because everybody, whether whoever rapper or artist, it doesn't have to be a rapper, whatever artist you listen to is influenced by that. And I left Drake out of that because Drake is really influenced by Kanye. Like Kanye did all that singing and rapping. But because he was a producer first, more of the credit goes to Drake. 
getting back into man on the moon 3 though called the chosen like i said it's an 18 track album starts off with beautiful trip now the intro was pretty nice it set the tone um and then you get into tequila shots which he was saying was the reason he even labeled this man on the moon 3 because when he listened back to tequila shots and then he also had kanye in the room which was funny in the interview he said that whenever he'll uh, play something like he could like it everybody else could love it be nodding their head to it and then if kanye comes in and says that he doesn't like it then he's just gonna scrap the song which i thought was crazy like i mean i know kanye's like legendary like he's kind of considered like not exactly the michael jackson of the era of this era but just the impact wise he has that type of feel so with kid cuddy saying that whenever kanye say he doesn't like a song he immediately scraps it i thought that was pretty funny so tequila shots was a very nice track and and just a solid opening that set the tone for the album which i knew i was gonna like it as soon i I knew i was gonna like it as soon as i got the she knows this but that's jumping ahead a little bit which also you probably heard the tequila shots record at the beginning of the pod for the intro so you you heard how like how he was coming on the first track of the album and then getting into three another day another another day is another solid track off of this i'm not even gonna say solid it's it's a great track off of this because i think this whole album is very complete in the way it it um is synchronized and just the cohesion of the whole project is is very well thought out and, and and fleshed out so another day is a great track and then you get to track number four and this is where i knew that this album was different from any other albums that came out this year besides the weekend i think the weekend still holds the number one spot but this album just came out so late that i can't put it in a number one spot because it's like i got to sit with the weekend's album and i still feel the same way I, uh that i did when it first came out so maybe sometime in 2021 like february i'll look back and be like maybe it was number one but for right now i just put it at number two because it just came out and i don't want to be trapped in the moment but i feel like she knows this is is not the best song but top three best songs of, of 2020 and just the beat and just the, the the way he was rapping and the way he switched to flow like he literally sound like you it sounded like there was two or three different artists on the track at the same time and it kind of gave me that juice world feeling when he was playing off of the he was playing off of himself like he would rap and then he would come in with another uh cadence with the chorus, not even the chorus he would come in with another cadence with the bridge and then come in with another cadence with the chorus so the way it went from verse to bridge to chorus was very obvious and, and just very prevalent in this in this track like it was just great and as a whole i believe this is the best track off the album and that's the very first snippet that's the very first snippet i'm gonna play right now so you can hear she knows she knows this by kid cutty scott let it go don't give him the satisfaction what if i want the satisfaction
I hate to pause it, but I kind of wanted to just play the intro and then I'm gonna get into the, the the part of the song that I like the best because I really like this whole song. Like I'll let this whole thing rock if I want if I uh if I really wanted to, but I want to play the my favorite part of the of the track when I was talking about with the verse and bridge and the chorus. So we're gonna get into that right now. So, as you can hear, the way he played off of, each, uh, of himself, like literally played off of himself, which is the whole thing why Drake kept, when Drake, I don't want to keep comparing this to Drake, but when he was coming out and, and doing that rap and singing thing, he would say that every track sounded like Drake featuring Drake, because he did this, it, it was different cadences coming in, playing off of um, the verses he was laying, like he would lay one layer, and then come over that layer with with uh, ad libs just building off of the momentum and it'll be two or three you'll feel like it's two or three people when it's just one so hopefully that made sense that was my favorite track off the album i think that was the best and i didn't even play the best part that was just my favorite part so that was like because this whole beat switches up like sicko mode style so that was the faster version of the beat the, the slower version was even greater in the um the feel but I may, I may come back to that. I may play that later, but getting back into the actual project. We're going to get into number five. So coming off of straight off the She Knows This track, number five, Dive. That's a great track as well. Very, um, I don't know the word for it. Like it is very melodic. I think melodic is the word I was going for. Like Kid Cudi is literally the person that embodies melodic rap the best because you have Travis Scott and you have other people like a trippy red but they're all influenced from Kid Cudi even Kanye said he was influenced from Kid Cudi so when you hear songs like this like she knows this and songs like dive coming right after that you just get a feel that of you just finally understand kind of what they saw in Kid Cudi. Moving on from track number five, getting to number six called Damage. This is also my second, well, I don't know if my second, I don't really have a list like that. I just know she knows this is my favorite. But number six, Damage. That's one of my favorite tracks off of this album. Uh, also have a snippet for this. And I just think that this song is very, 
it's just very smooth in, in the way that it's is very the, the the structure is not too complex it, it's a simple single type structured verse chorus verse but the premise and the topic of it is very um it's just it's great <laughs> the, the topic is great the way he delivers it is great and i'm gonna play the snippet so y'all can actually uh hear what i'm referring to but this is why i this is why damage is one of my favorite tracks off the album and you can hear that right now Serving heat, I mean, and then your teams is out the gate. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I've been struggling, dodging it. They let it go hate. Boom, boom, new can of a looking, about to go post, so they tell me who relate. And then I'm lost on the freeway, bucked in, thinking about the life I made. Hey, hey, doom, since I left the room where I run to. And it's like I'm in a battle, leaking from a wound. Praise God, thank you, never let me on my own. Shades locked over my eyes, my disguise is on. Let me pound it, that pure bliss, I'm wildin', wildin'. Tryna stay grounded, keep on, keep on around me Sometimes yeah. I'm a dolo, while I pull up with this boot toe, lift up on toe I'm rubbin' on the body, with my eyes on the road, them toes is hotty yeah. We off, we slide, we ain't scared to die Speed less, more sex, shit, yeah, we goin' live Yeah, I figured that I'm empty, but I'm on a ride yeah. Take it slow, well, no aiming for the light so as you heard it goes from the verse to the bridge to the chorus very simple strong uh, song structure and but the the subject matter is what makes it so great so damage it's just a great premise to make a track off of and the way he does it and the, the way he puts it the way he puts it in the in the song he he does it in a way that is not i want to say it's not normal because we we've heard it before but <laughs> keep going back to the influence we heard it first with him so you give him a little bit more leeway with how he uses the sound that he created so Moving on to track number seven, Heaven on Earth. That's a great track as well. Very uh, nice and strong vocals in, in the middle. Well, in the middle of the of the track, I feel like stood out on, on Heaven on Earth. Uh, track number eight, Show Out by Kid Cudi, Skepta and Pop Smoke. I think this is the first time that I felt like... Now, it didn't dip off, but it, it wasn't as impactful as I thought it was going to be. So it's not really too much you can do with Pop Smoke because, you know, he passed away. So with his vocals or whatever vocals that he have, that like that's what it is. You can't really be like, okay, say this or, or try to change that. Like only the engineer can really change as much as the vocals that he possibly can with using Pro Tools. But this track, I don't really think that Pop Smoke's and Kid Cudi's, it's not like the vocals didn't mesh because it did. But I thought it would be I thought it would have been a, a greater combination of the two styles. And that's all I really have for that. Skepta did his thing. I really liked his verse. So track number nine, Mr. Solo Dolo. Three. Um I thought this was another standout. I really like this track. It, it was obviously it, it's it's playing off of something. I don't know what when the other two came out. I would think it came out man on the moon one and two so mr solo three 
uh, Mr. Solo Dolo 3. I thought it was a great standout on the track on the album and it, it definitely um, kept the feeling alive after coming off the Pop Smoke track. So uh, number 10, Sad People, I thought that was another great track. Uh, the subject matter was on point. It's just it's just because when, when somebody actually is talking about something, it's easier to listen to an 18-track album. Where on the other hand, like somebody just rapping just to rap, it's harder to get through that long project. But Kid Cudi was actually touching on sensitive topics that er everyday people go through. Track number 11, you get to Elsie's... Uh, Elsa's baby boy I think it was a flashback oh no okay it says flashback but I'm pretty sure that was a whole song so I think that started off with like a little skit and then it went into the song and I like that song it, it was different this song was the most different out of all the other tracks and it's not a bad thing it's just it was just different and I liked it so um, I think that was a good track Track number 12, September uh, 16th. That was another great track. And then you get into 13, The Void. This is one that a lot of people on social media is taking a liking to. They're really saying that they felt the void on like a personal deep level, which personally, I thought it was a great song. But as long as it's but as far as like it touching my soul or personally talking to me, I don't know about all that. So <laughs> track number 14, Loving Me. Featuring uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Hopefully I'm say saying her name right. I know I'm probably not. I thought that was a solid track. Solid to good track. Uh, get into 15. The Pale Moonlight. It was when the, the, the album started to slow down. You know it was coming to an end. And The Pale Moonlight was pretty good though. And then we get to 16. And this when I was like. I did not expect this out. I did not expect this track to be as good as it was. I was expecting the Pop Smoke track to be like this track, which the styles are not really intertwined. But the way that Trippy goes first, and then Kid Cudi plays off of that, and then the beat switches up, and then Kid Cudi goes again. I thought that was very uh, a nice. T I think it was a very simple way to to come at their collab, but it worked in it worked because of the the sounds that they both have so with trippy red singing and rapping the way he does he was able to fit that pocket that kid cuddy could just build off of towards the end of the track so i actually have a snippet of trippy red's verse and you can hear what i'm talking about right now i'm in tony's yeah Star life, then the lights, baby. I don't wanna do this. I'm old, but so I ain't worried about nobody. I'm ruthless. Yeah, till the end. In the end, I'ma be who I am. I ain't worried about Build a whole empire in the city of the damn. In the building, see reclining, and we'll see who I am. See, show what a bad, pretty feet of sand. My eater in the Aventador, the silence of the lambs. I remember paying 24 a
so as you hear or as you heard trippy red did his thing on the on the track definitely came with his best performance i think came with his best efforts trying to give kid cuddy something that he could use for his album and he ended up making the album and i thought it was a very very solid track um i, I think it was a standout one of my favorites and i just like what I especially like what Kid Cudi did at the end. I mean, obviously, if I played the whole track, we'll be here. Like, honestly, I would play like five or six songs off of this album. But I try to pick three that kind of different from each other just to give a whole overview of the album, which I think has worked so far as far as like y'all fee- y'all's feedback. But with Rockstar Nights, it was a great it was a great collab. Like. I didn't expect it to be that good. So maybe it's because I came in with low expectations and it was better than I thought, but I don't know. And then 17 for the kids, that's when you knew it was slowing down. And then track number 18, Lord I Know. I think it was a great way to send the album off because it said to be continued, which I don't know if that's a deluxe or does that mean that Man on the Moon 4? So it's a very vague generic type send-off well not not like in a bad way but just it's a very vague send-off as like just leaves you wondering more and then that just that just completed the album for me it was just like yeah this was a great body of work like it was it was a lot of thought put into this album just from the cover art to the way that he was rapping slash singing slash mumbling in the only way that kid cuddy kid uh can Oh, and slash humming. People love when he hum over beats. I don't know what's up with that, but I mean, it, it works. <laughs> so, Man on the Moon 3 was a very, very great album. I think my, not my favorite of 2020 because I still like the weekends after hours over this, but I would have to like, if I, if I give it some more time, maybe Man on the Moon 3 would end up being my favorite track or my favorite album of 2020. I don't know. But yeah, so uh, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know what do you think of Man on the Moon 3 and what is your favorite track? Because I already know my favorite track is She Knows This. And matter of fact, I'm actually going to play the part of She Knows This that I thought was actually the best. Because I played my personal favorite part of the album. Oh, not album, part of the track. But I'm actually going to play the part that I think that was... Uh, well received by the actual social media so here's my favorite track again she knows this and this is the part that everybody seemed to take a liking to but here we go right see if i can find it she knows this oh yeah they got double cups okay yeah here we go right here I'm gonna play the part that everybody liked on the internet and then we're gonna switch it up a little bit and get into gaming. So I'm ending off with this track. Yeah, and we go test up. Uh, yeah, they got double cuffs. So me and my boo got two fat plus. Yeah. Roll it up. Dang. Ooh, talk about do. I give two, give two. Uh, but we know ooh. truth. Talk all the hoes burning the burn clips. Now listen, wow, baby, let me set it off. In your head, it baby, can't it such a vision? Oh, you my fix. Use your head and forever long. Working at your sweaty body, love to see it go. Take a ride if you like. Let's see. Do whatever you like, and we yeah. on a mission tonight. Ooh, 
live a hell of a life Someone say they saw that man Hey, and this ain't no way, no controlling him Hey, yeah, it's a man don't take a flex, come at the treacherous bottom of the pit Yeah, I'm reborn in my life, it's just heaven Go! Yeah, and she see me, she knows this Yeah, and she screaming, she knows this Yeah